0: Welcome to another episode of the Pittsburgh Attorney Podcast. Today, we are talking about all things nursing home abuse. Now, listen, I am at the age now where I have young kids and I also have aging parents. They're not old, they're just aging. So I'm also looking at the time of my life where I'm looking at long-term care, possibly for my parents, and also simultaneously taking care of my young kids and my own family. So a lot of people like me are in that same position. They're in the middle point. They're, they're taking care of parents, taking care of kids. So sometimes when you're taking care of parents, you make the decision to put them in a nursing home so they can get 24-hour care. They can take care of, act- they can be in activities. They have their friends. They have their medication. They have rehabilitation. Whatever they need, they can get at that nursing home. At least that's my understanding. And I believe that's the understanding of everyone who places their parents or grandparents or elderly Loved ones in a nursing home. But sometimes that's not the case. You take them to the nursing home and everything's great on the first day where you're signing papers. It's the orientation. You look at everything, you meet all the new people, everyone's smiling, and it seems like it's just a great day. But at the days turns the week, turns turns into weeks, and weeks turn into months, months turn into years. Unfortunately, the, the care is not there that you expected. And neither is the care there that is expected of your loved one. Either something is not being done or something is being done intentionally that impedes or harms the treatment of your loved ones. You want to make sure that your parents, your loved ones, your elderly loved ones are getting the care that they need in these nursing homes. A lot of times we look at nursing home abuse. Unfortunately, they're not getting the proper care. The nursing aides are not trained. Or the nursing aides, there was not a proper background check performed on the employees who are taking care or in the position of taking care of your loved ones. And a nursing home abuse happens, whether it be direct or indirect, it happens. And when it does happen, you want to make sure that your loved ones are taken care of. And how do you do that? You speak to a nursing home attorney, nursing home abuse attorney, who is knowledgeable about nursing homes, the abuse and the negligence sometimes that happens as a result of care in the nursing home. All right, so let's talk now about the types of nursing home abuse. When I talk about abuse, a lot of people immediately think about physical abuse. Um, That is not okay. It is definitely not okay. But nursing home abuse goes beyond physical abuse. It goes beyond assaults and batteries. It goes beyond aggravated assault and battery That, that can be prosecuted criminally and also actionable in civil court. A lot of times it's isolation meaning that they just, they're just left in the bed all day long and isolated from anyone else, their peers or any other treatment. And as a result of that isolation, maybe they develop different types of medical issues. Maybe also they develop bed sores as, as a result of sitting in the bed all day long. Maybe also they are susceptible to burns because their skin is thinner at this age. And now they're easily burned as a result of getting closer to hot water or ex- exposed to hot items. There are issues that go on nursing homes that are sometimes just unbelievable, unconscionable, because you would think if you spent the time and effort and resources to place them there, they're getting the appropriate care that they need and that you expect of a nursing home. But that, un- Unfortunately, that is not always the case. Sometimes you have direct assault. You have assault as a result of a, maybe a weapon, maybe a device, a medical device. Maybe there are people there who are just not, who shouldn't be there. A background, again, a background check was not performed. Then they have things on the record that an ordinary, pers- an ordinary person should have known that they've done a reasonable background check. And that person should not have been able to be in the care of someone else. And now they resort, they resort back to their own ways and they, if they assault someone, also in this day and age of digital media, you have people in there taking pictures, sending those pictures to other people for laughter, for likes, for, for quote unquote clout on the Internet. And that's just not OK. There's all types of abuse that goes on in nursing homes and none of it's OK. And if you suspect any of it, you want to make sure you reach out to a nursing home abuse attorney who's, who's understanding of what you're going through, number one and also can help you take the action you need to get your, your loved one safe out of that nursing home, and maybe get you compensation for the damages as a result of their negligent care. Again, I should note, when you're talking about nursing home abuse, we're talking about direct and indirect abuse. But there are some circumstances where an attorney may be required to obtain a Certificate of Merit, before they move forward in their action against that nursing home because a medical professional was involved. A medical professional should have been involved. Well, those all are things that you want to talk to an attorney about because you may be think, you may think that your nursing home abuse is clear cut and you're going to court and you're going to win, but you may experience some setbacks if you don't have the appropriate things you need. Sometimes in certain circumstances, you may need a certificate of merit And that's something you want to talk to your attorney about. So always in any type of case where you're trying to proceed on a nursing home abuse theory of liability, contact an experienced nursing home abuse attorney so they can help you explain the process, get all the information they need and get all the facts they need to make an informed decision and help you make an informed decision about how to move forward on your case. Again, it is important to note that in any action you may have against a nursing home, there may be certain statute of limitations that limit you the time frame by which you can bring that action against that nursing home facility. And also, before I forget, when you're bringing in your loved one into a nursing home, whether it be your loved one or someone you know, or you may have a neighbor who's taking their parents or someone else into a nursing home, you might want to consult at least an attorney at that point because the nursing homes, they have a sneaky ability to limit their liability. And what do I mean by that? They may have you sign a contract when you're moving your loved one into that nursing home that makes you submit, whether it be now or whether it be five years from now, if there's any dispute as to financial, medical, any type of injury, there's a dispute against that nursing home you may be required to sign a binding arbitration. And it's going to, it's not going to be explained to you in a manner that makes you think, well, maybe I shouldn't do that. It's going to be in a very small print on like page 19 of a 40-page document where you're just signing, trying to get your, you're thankful that someone's helping you with your loved one, and you're just not paying attention. But you sign away all your rights to bring an action in regular open court whether it be common pleas court, whether it be magistrate court, whether it be federal court, you waive your right to do that because you sign a document that binds you into arbitration where there are limits on how much you can recover for the injuries of your loved one. So please, if you're thinking of moving your loved one into a nursing home, you might want to contact an attorney to read that big thick contract that you're about to sign or at a minimum Please review the contract that you are assigning when you're moving your loved one in there, because you're not only dealing with your own finances, sometimes you're dealing with insurance, and we know our insurance companies can be. Sometimes you're not only dealing with insurance, your own funding, maybe it's funding of a third party. Please read all the documents carefully, because you don't want to put yourself in the position that you have waived your rights, and there may be some serious injuries down the road as a result of nursing home abuse. And now you're not able to recover, or you're only able to recover a fraction of the amount of the value of that case, simply because you agreed to a binding arbitration that you just didn't know what you were signing. Once again, thank you for listening to the Pittsburgh Attorney Podcast, where we talk today, all things nursing home abuse. You want to share this with someone, please send it out to them, someone who may benefit from this information. I appreciate the share, and I'm sure they will appreciate the information. Any questions, as always, give us a call, 412-532-6805, again, 412-532-6805, or visit us online at frankwalkerlaw.com.